Yeah, have to be a little, a little bit of foot on the brake there with that one, Slee. I feel like I'm, I'm wavering a little bit. The Charlie Daniels band, Taylor, is that a compliment? Is that something that, you, as a fiddle player, that you feel like that's the only other fiddle player people know? Like, take me through the. He pretty much is. Yeah, I, I get the request a lot. Um, I Can don't you play that song. Don't typically like to oblige, but you know, on rare occasions, I pull it out. Do you sing the song or do you just play the music? I do both. Yeah. Never played nine, genuine nine. last night. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Like we didn't hear uh, get into the pop covers at all. But um, real quick, peep. real quick, it's not me. Uh, so Al, maybe you're on the right side of this too. I just got a couple of different things from Uber drivers saying that it's a nightmare. That it's not me. That I'm not using it incorrectly. Well, the drivers are telling me the that. drivers are telling me this. That it's uh, it's they're sitting so to the wrong it, side, it, the behind the house, and it's it's a nightmare. Because it wasn't always like that. No, I'm that's saying the thing. in I your experience, for years and years and I years, had an issue. Had no issues. Pandemic hits, and then just in the last few weeks, started reusing it again, and it's been a mess. But uh, I'm glad it's not me. So. The open that Chris put together is mostly true. However, I want to add something to it. Not only did the Trav and Slee show have a very busy day yesterday, the entire station came out. showed up. Yeah. It, was, it was a really, really good day for, for Taylor and for our show that everybody else did. Mason showed up. Mm-hmm. Berg showed up. Jorge showed up. Laura showed up. Um, Sedano and Sedano showed up. Cap was there. Berg in the house. Cap's dad, Charlie. Yep. Charlie yeah. was there, so it was a it was a full turnout, and and it was awesome. And Taylor, it was great to see you perform. Yeah, I saw Mason, and I did get a little nervous at that point. I was like, "Oh man, this, Nerv- is, this is for real." <laughs> he wasn't there very long. I know. He he. Uh, Nerves did you away. think? Think he was coming? Not a chance. Like I, I wasn't even doing like a, a bit when he said, "There's a forty nine percent chance I'll show up." Yeah, that's basically saying I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah. And so when I heard that, no. And and Ireland would have been there, too, had he been able to do it. I guess May slow played it the entire time. Maybe. Kind of. Uh, Maybe. I, he's got a poker tournament coming up. He was, uh, you know, not showing his cards. And then we had a handful of listeners, yep. too, because we'd been talking about it for, what, a week or so? A week mm-hmm. or two? And PJ, Ronaldo, Mark, Steve, Mike, Jeff met, met a whole bunch of guys out there that had heard of, uh, us talking about it, decided to come out and see the show, and appreciate everybody for uh, being a part of One it. One thing I was not surprised about bro that was a good show like the show was good right this wasn't one of those hey we came out to come see somebody we're there just to support him and uh uh, we'll see how he does no 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 it was a good show right it was a good show (laughs) well um, we've all been there right where this you get invited to a play or a a performance or an improv (laughs) that in particular that yes um and you go he go that was great oh yeah no you guys are you're great, and it's just so. What's the schedule tomorrow? Terrible. That was a great show. No, it was a good show. It was a great show. Every Wednesday night, Lighthouse Cafe. Yeah, you're a country fan now, Slee. My man was in. You know, I, I I said this to you guys earlier. Country's not. It's not a genre where I'm like, well, this is awful. It's just kind of you know, it's, it's kinda there. Bare. I'm fine with it. Not for everybody, but. but that style, I don't think anybody's walking away or walking by that bar yesterday and saying, oh, I don't like that music. Like, so I think it could fit any. Anybody who's into music, absolutely. So, out of curiosity, the the most of the songs you played are older country songs. This is not not a ton of the poppy country that's kind of out there right now. We play contemporary stuff, but it's uh, mostly alternative country that we play. That the newer stuff. Y'all alternative, as I'd like to say. Yeah, there you go. Y'all alternative. Yeah, that's my favorite station on Spotify. She's going to bring it back to Spotify. Yeah, Keep bringing it all in. over ahead, again. That's fine. It was, uh, we got fed like kings yesterday from our pal Muhammad uh, at his restaurant in Beverly Hills yesterday. You took home. We, we sat there. So it's kind of cool watching when you're at a restaurant for an hour and a half and all you're doing is eating and you have an <laughs> angle that you can kind of watch everything else that's going on. Bro, the to-go orders at this place, the to-go orders, it didn't it seem like every five minutes – Five people were walking in with orders and walking out. And then the way you walked out with 14 pounds of food that sat in your trunk and then uh, you eventually took it home. Bring some Dolma for Taylor tomorrow. I will. Yeah, I, I, uh, some, somebody send me a text to remind me tonight so I can I can do it. But I, I will too. definitely. Sure. You got it. Um, send it at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I will be long, long gone. Um it was a great night, and it was a great move, and it was great food, and I got stuck in traffic with, or I shouldn't say I got stuck in traffic. I created traffic trying mm-hmm. to extricate my Silverado from Emily's driveway. It's a full day. How good was that walk when you were uh, waiting for? Perfect. Yeah. 
perfect we little had a walk. perfect amount of time. Remember, we didn't know what the heck we were going to do. When you eat that much, you had to drive 45 minutes anyways. It actually, yeah. it was, I needed every minute. To just kind of collect yeah. myself. I, I, I was kind of sitting, I was sitting on the pier, just kind of looking at the ocean, Somebody enjoying myself. hilarious. Oh, this is the best part for me. So, just I'm sitting <laughs> by myself, and it was, I was so. No phone? Peaceful, not real. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I glance at it occasionally. Were you sitting like high enough, like the chair was high enough, where you're able to kind of dangle your legs a little <laughs> no, bit I, as you're looking over the pier? Okay, so you guys know this about me: the the benches <laughs> that are on the pier, yeah, little closer to the edge than I would prefer. <laughs> I like for me, I'd like right in the middle of the pier where people have to walk around me. I don't like being near the edge, but I kind of sat there and, and enjoyed it. But I did have that moment where you kind of realize, like, were you humming? No, I was just sitting there quietly, Watching enjoying the my time. Uh, the fishermen were a little farther down, <laughs> but I had that moment. I don't know if you guys ever get this. Where you guys kind catch of, any trout? What? I'm, that's I've twice tried to tell it. I, I'm out now. I, I'm not going for three. I can only get cut off twice before I give up. <laughs> you guys, you have the floor trap. No, I don't. That's there? the problem. I wish I did. The salmon. <laughs> Oh, hey, so goodness. you guys were talking about last night with uh, Taylor's event. So if you thought that somebody was not going to – you thought Mason was not going to show up, right? Not a chance. But the fact that he showed up was so huge. It was great. Right? Yeah, it was great. It was amazing that he showed up. Guess what? I'll give you three guesses of what happened today. He's not coming oh, to he's the not show? coming to work. He's not, he's not coming to work today. He called the day off. Well, he counted those hours. He counted those hours. <laughs> Do I – do I need, is I need, this a shock in anybody's mind? He's I, also off tomorrow, so there's I, that. Was this a scheduled day off, or was no. this... Okay, Al, I think we're doing this wrong. <laughs> we are, no, no. You no, need to live no. the Mason way. We're doing this wrong. Not, I think we're doing this wrong. We are 100% doing this wrong. I didn't know he could just not come to work. I didn't know, like, that's a... Like, what, what was... Did, did he call you? Did he text you? He, like, what? How, how to take me through it. Email him. I want to see exactly what time this was that he said, oh, no. Okay, so 10.15 a.m. Ten fifteen. Two hours ago. Yeah. You guys were already on the air. Already here for a long time. Emily's here at six. She was out later than anybody else. And now I get a text, really sorry, but I just threw up and feel like blank. Doesn't Not sure good. what happened. Everybody else, you know, had to be he didn't even drink or eat last night. I'm starting doing to feel wrong, I'm starting to feel a little queasy myself right <laughs> now. We're doing it wrong, buddy. Hey Al, I don't feel well. Bye. I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm, Emily, take over. I'm feeling sick on June 9th. Just pick a day. Oh man. I mean, I'm glad he came, but not at the now that I know he caught a little bug being cost? outside at nine o'clock at night. Maybe it wasn't worth it. Good for him. I mean, good for him for showing up. Yeah, good for him to make it, that one happen. I, I, I honestly, and I mean this sincerely as a compliment to Mace. I wish that I was comfortable doing that. I Just, appreciate I, that I, you're not. By I the don't way. feel great. I'm not going to come in. Like, I have this, and it's super the wrong way to do it. But, it, and maybe it's like, I, if I don't go, something bad's going to happen to me. I really believe, like, if I, I don't mind taking a day off. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, you know, I'll take a day off to go do a kid thing or take a vacation or whatever. I'll take some days off. But this idea Friday when you feel, off too, I feel kind of crummy. I could, I just, I feel, no, no. Then I'm going to get, like, a real disease and get taken out. I, I believe that there's somebody out there keeping score on my diseases. Do you remember we told the. Remember during the Lakers season, I decided to get my booster. <laughs> you got wiped out by that. I took it on, I think, a Thursday. And then Friday we had our show plus the Laker game, and it was a 7.30 tip. Right. Just demolished. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I just think of that because that is kind of one of those where you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to get through it, right? I'm just going to get through it. But that's okay. – we, we, the, the Mace card, That that's a good – I set it up the it's right, the right card to play. I'm not calling right, out the right, anybody in right particular. Card to play. I'm just making this up off the top of my head. Nothing inspired this thought at all. You were actually sick. <laughs> you you <laughs> should have probably taken the time off. Yeah, yeah. You you did not. You felt terrible. It was it was. I don't know. What that, it's 24 hours of I didn't know what was going on for my mind, my body, and my soul. But I was like, okay, we're going to make it happen, and we just did it. Who's who's filling in for him today? Demarco Far. Oh, oh DeMarco. Awesome. DeMarco coming I love in? DeMarco, so it's great. Yeah, he's going to come in. You'll be here for crosstalk with DeMarc, DeMarc super crosstalk with DeMarco Farr? It's great. Come on, man. It's great. I, 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 I want to talk to him about Aaron Donald. Because I, he talks more than football, by the way. Just so no, I know aware. he does, but yeah. he also is, you know, he's a, he, DeMarco Farr. He's been with the Rams for <laughs> right. a million years. Uh, 
I, I, I want someone to confirm what I've been thinking, that this is just a negotiation, right? I need somebody that is far more informed than I am to say, no, 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 he's going to be back. And maybe DeMarco will be the guy that gives me that peace of mind. DeMarco, so, yeah, he'll give you that peace of mind. Is Cooper Cup coming back, Matthew Stafford? Because if we got those three, I feel pretty good about you what You know we what got. I'm more excited to talk to DeMarco about other than the Rams? Dolma? Yes. Imagine if he's at that restaurant with us yesterday. I like that conversation. So too. imagine, ima- oh, DeMarco would have been perfect for that. DeMarco would not have done what you did, though. He he. So when you you were telling the story earlier that I was a little I was running a little bit late because I couldn't find a place to park. So you had about fifteen minutes to kill before I. Berg, showed what up. would you have done in this situation? Tell me. Tell him. Set kind of set yeah, up. Set the, oh 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 oh. So um, Al Muhammad, who was our host, took Al in and sat him down at the table, and there was this beautiful spread of food, and right. he pours a little bit of wine, and there's. All these different dishes on the table, and Al showing incredible restraint. Trav sending me texts like I can't find I a keep spot. texting him like, "Hey I'm, guys, I'm in Beverly Hills. I'm, How do I park this truck?" I'm sorry, but I, I'm I'm here, but I'm looking for a place to park. I can't find a place to park. He showed unbelievable restraint and didn't eat. He waited till I got there, and now once I did show up, he up didn't talk it, to me yeah. for a half an hour <laughs> yeah. because he was stuffing <laughs> his face, stuffing his face with dumb. an hour. So, but when we were in the Super Bowl in Atlanta, Super Bowl Fifty Three, when the Rams lost to the Patriots, oh, yeah, that's right. DeMarco and I were sitting next to each other. I think we were at the Palm, and, you know, fancy steak place. It was really fun. DeMarco's sitting there, got his hands in his lap. I'm like, hey, DeMarco, how you, how you doing, man? Good to see you again. Hi, Trev. Hey, uh, okay, I'll take, give me that onion loaf, and um, I'll take the smoked salmon appetizer and a martini. And DeMarco, what do you want? I'm good. What? Like, what? He goes, I'm waiting for the steak. <laughs> what do you mean you're waiting for the, you, you, you can have something other than just the steak. I mean, it's, it's the company's buying. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Just and the steak. He gets the steak. And that the size, quiet. That quiet, uh, just too? Not, not in any rude way, but just yeah. as like uh, he's focused. It's pregame. He's about to do work. And he did. Did he get like a porterhouse? It was a very <laughs> healthy portion of steak that was on that plate for, I don't know, 10 well, minutes. There was, and then it was gone. There was so much food yesterday. And, and Muhammad kept saying, "Oh, we got more in the back. Got more." I'm like, "Muhammad, we don't want any more. That's it. I can't eat anymore. <laughs> so, but I can't Sliwa, eat anymore." Sliwa, you like your doma hot though, right? We've had this yeah. conversation. Yes. it has to be hot. Was the doma was hot yeah. yesterday, right? Yeah, two so, different types yeah. of hot doma. Right. So here's the issue that I'm having with you, Sliwa, waiting, which was very nice of you, very yeah. very nice for you to wait for Travis. It's gonna get cold, and then yeah. you're not gonna like the doma. So no, no, no. You should no. have at least had that one to so have the, this is the, the difference heat with it. And actually, by the time you kind of sat down and everything else, there's uh, it's still it's 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 fine. Let's put it that way. But the the That's way it's prepared, hot. like Greeks will prepare it cold. You go to certain places, it's prepared cold. It's supposed to be cold, right? Not not in that situation where it's you know obviously cooked in a in a stove and everything else. So no, we're fine. We're it, fine. It, I don't know. Yeah. Gotta eat. If it's hot, I'm sorry, Travis. I love you, but I'm probably gonna have at least one. I, I, no, no disrespect. And they some I, I'm impressed by your restraint. But had you been, you know, had a napkin tied around your neck with food splatter all over the walls, I wouldn't have been mad at you. That would have been. That would have been me. That totally would have been me. He would have. Travis would have walked in. I'm walking out. Been, you're gonna love in. it. You're gonna love it. Mohammed's like, in the back. He's waiting for this you. Is delicious. <laughs> How baller was the landlord just? coming through that was pretty good yeah, was, he opened up a nice bottle yeah, of wine it was, it was a very good day we you know i i'm not look i'm not going to speak for everybody here and taylor you can maybe you can you can feel free to answer right now or you can tell me later but i wouldn't hate doing something like we did last night periodically because i the move <laughs> not yes. that not that just leave your the roommates Dolma? forks alone and you'll be fine you'll get along right. with everybody but i don't know maybe once a quarter or so going out a little live music a little hanging out a little couple of beers with awesome. the crew yeah, that was awesome. Not a bad yeah, day. I thought the only, only thing, there was so much food, I wish they came. I wish they were able to come I do yesterday. Too. That's my regret. They would have okay. enjoyed that spread. So you back me up on this. Mm-hmm. The, the restaurant we went to, it's an Indian restaurant. Yeah. We did not eat Indian food yesterday. And Muhammad, as he's feeding us all of these wonderful Armenian dishes, he keeps saying, you guys got to come back for Indian food. you got to come back. He must have said it 10 or 12 times. Yep. So I feel like we have an invitation to go. To tell, do you like Indian food? I do, yeah. There you go. I thought that day was either going to tear us apart or bring us really close together. I think it brought us together. <laughs> did the latter. There you go. I think it brought the station together. That is a success. That yeah. is very, very good news. It did all bring right. the station together, by the way, and then now you can do your teas. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I just get half my words out nowadays. It's Bergman, it's Sliwa. So, uh, Sliwa. 
<laughs> it's Travis and what seven ten ESPN. You just had a really good idea. It's just a good day. This is Glenn Campbell. There you go. Rhinestone Cowboy. You he could sing this. No, hundred percent. Yeah, because you your register is a little lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is kind of in this, similar tone. Yeah, this feels. I I should basically be a music producer. Yeah, I, I feel like this is do, my. Do you need line. a manager for your band? I mean, Landon's doing a pretty somebody. good job of that. Ah, well, Landon's got some. I like Landon. You were yeah. right about that. I liked his deal. He's a cool cat. Um, Emily just gave us a little pizza and beer as a thanks for helping her out yesterday. Unnecessary, but very, very much, much appreciated. appreciated. Fantastic, Thank you guys. And you just opened the box, Slee. And now the Bro, room has this wonderful aroma of pepperoni pizza. It's, How uh, ironic is that? Yeah. When we were talking about this tomato earlier, pie? I said tomato pie. She brings a full Looks pie. Pretty good. I'm going to do some work on that. Some Modelo here, too. And then you said, why don't we throw a few dolmas on there? Just wrap uh, it in. I've, wrap heard it the worst, I've heard worse ideas. Wrap it up going to break it and sprinkle it over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like a little oregano or basil. What is that? We we got a moving company. We're opening a pizza joint. We've got we got nothing but good ideas. Oh, the show just gets in the way of our, <laughs> really our other business. We are brilliant entrepreneurs. Um, oh, we started an app. We're going to have the Trav app. How, how funny was that? We said earlier. We're like, man, yesterday was such a good day, except from 10 a.m. to one twelve. <laughs> Look, dude, that dude, just gotta, got in the way of everything. Get the NBA Finals tonight. Game yeah. one, uh, Warriors and Celts, and I I. I guess I want the Warriors to win. I, 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 I know. I know that everybody was screaming at me on Twitter the other day when I said I, I don't want to say I don't hate this. I just the Celtics don't feel super different to me than the Knicks or the Hawks or anybody else. I know back in the '80s it felt very differently because they were constantly button heads. But it's been so long it doesn't hit me like that. Can, can Sorry, I, can Laker I just, fans. Can I just say this? The tie. So you're somebody that grew up in the Showtime era. Yeah. So for those that are maybe they're younger than Trav. And they have more passion about that rivalry. Mm-hmm. They're never going to truly understand what you got to see in that that Showtime well, rivalry. It was you knew it was going to go through Boston or Los Angeles. You were going to have to beat one of those two teams, depending on which half you were on. Yep. And more than likely, they were going to meet in the finals, and they, and and they were going to have to beat the other. And so it wasn't just oh who do we get to oh we got uh, Toronto this year oh, okay oh who's it's the Bucks it, it, it was this c- collision course for a decade the two best players in the league for a decade one was on the Celtics yep. and one was on the Lakers and they were totally opposite stylistically in every possible way other than they were great basketball players and they kept taking ish from each other. I got one. Now I got two. I got two. And you and it went back to Indiana State and Michigan State. And it was this whole thing that it felt like they were directly it doesn't feel like they're directly competing anymore. And this I well, we've both got was it eighteen championships? Seventeen for 17, both right now. Seventeen for both right now. And if the yeah, obviously the Celtics have a chance to get eighteen here. I that that's I'm not that's my scoreboard doesn't include that number. I know it does for a lot of other people. So the the reason why I was setting it up like that, I think sports in general the rivalries that maybe you were accustomed to back in the day, what what Michael Thompson always says, the reason why this rivalry between the Lakers and the Boston Celtics was so good and still is so unique, it's East versus West, right? Like, you're not – this isn't a Dodgers-Giants thing where you're going to face these guys X amount of times. This isn't geographically based. It's not Yankees Cel- – or it's not Yankees-Red Sox. Right. This is what made that rivalry so unique. Great point. I think for me, why I still pay attention to it, we had a pocket where they started facing each other again. It was Kobe Bryant's crew versus a crew that represented the Boston Celtics. And for the first time in X amount of years, you got a was taste it of it. Was it back-to-back years or was there a year in between? So it was, let's see, it was... You lost to the Celtics. You beat Orlando. Yeah, you beat the Celtics. Year in between. Okay. So year in between. So I, I think that has something to do with it. And if the totals weren't, both squads are are identical in, in NBA championships at 17, maybe this would be different. But I think that that still is maybe and Maybe it's age. There. Maybe it's a, it's a handful of different things. And I, like, I never got the sense that Paul Pierce – and Kobe Bryant wanted to destroy one another. They wanted to win the games, and Kobe wanted to destroy everybody, so maybe he's a bad example. 
Um, I think Cole wanted to destroy the Celtics. Maybe. That's why I said Kobe might be a bad example. But Magic and Larry and Kevin McHale yeah. and James Worthy and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Robert Parrish. You can't recreate that. that you That's can't, just, it, was yeah. just, it was just so incredibly fortunate for all the reasons. That being said, yep. I, I'm pulling for the Warriors tonight because I really want to see Steph. I want Steph to have that resume, that 100 complete resume. There are not a lot of guys that have that where – Multiple MVPs. Yep. Dynasty team. Multiple championships that you change the league. Change the league. Change the league. Now, I don't know. I know he's won two MVPs. I don't know if you could say that Steph was the best player in the league because LeBron was there for so much of it. But he was one of the best players for the better part of 10 years. And he's got this weird omission on his resume where they've been to the finals. It's their sixth trip. He's got a chance to win his fourth title. And yet there's no finals MVPs. It's just a if LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, any of these guys, you know, these great players, Giannis has one. That if one of those guys had been in the finals six times and never had one, be like, well, that's really, really how, weird. How much of this is because you're a fan of Steph Curry and you want to check that box? Because like I, I let, could be. Let, let, let me let me kind of explain. Because for me, I um. You know, obviously, admire what Steph's done in his career. I admire. Remember early on in his career where um, he was having issues with that ankle, and he wasn't actually offered a lot of money. I think I can't. Remember, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Maybe it's three years, thirty million, forty million, something like that. And a lot of he had issues early in his career because he's having those ankle issues. Yep. And then all of a sudden, he took over the league, and it was you know obviously it's a team thing for them. Steph, I don't think can go on the. Orlando Magic, and all of a sudden, that's a title contender. The way Shaq was able to in the prime, Braun. the way Braun was able to in his prime, the way Magic was able to in his prime. I think there's certain players you could say, you take this guy, any team, Giannis might be that player right now. You say, go yeah. put him on any squad, he's he's one of those players. I agree. I don't think that's Steph, and that's not to take anything I, away I, from him. Yeah. But I, don't, I, I haven't really looked at Steph, and I know he doesn't have the finals MVP, and I know that's kind of missing on his resume. I just, I don't know why that just doesn't, that part hasn't hit me. And I and I think, you know, you and I are a little bit different when it comes to some of this stuff in sports because you say this. I'll use winning time as an example. I don't need the sports aspect of it. What are the storylines? Mm-hmm. Give me something that's juicy, something that's flavorful. I don't know if we have that yet with this. I like the matchup a lot. And I, almost, I have this curiosity in game one to see what we walk away from to where there's going to start being some stories because do you feel like there's an – outlier story right now that you're paying uh, look, attention to in this n- finals? No, no. And it's easy. It, the reason is obvious. The team that I care about the most wasn't in the playoffs from the jump. So, therefore, I already am kind of halfway out before mm-hmm. it's even started. Lakers aren't in. Now Now I have a professional obligation to watch these games and a passing fan obligation. I like Steph. I like I like Luca. I like mm-hmm. to watch them. I like Giannis. So, I'm going to watch their games because I like to watch them play. Then all the games were crappy. Yeah. That, yeah, and that, so you, right you, that. you go through yep. two months of bad basketball mm-hmm. and your enthusiasm for it goes down and down and down. So I, I think you're Where right. You're excited about something. And then after every time you walk away and you're like, uh, I walked away from that restaurant feeling less than than I thought. Well, th- think about it, like the Dodgers last year. OK, they get knocked out in the NLCS. I'm a Dodger fan and I was incredibly disappointed that they didn't make it. But the matchup between the Astros and the Braves pretty compelling. And then they played a really good World Series where the games felt important, where they felt like they could go either way. And you had this thing with the Astros where anybody but them, anybody but the Astros, they cannot get a World Series. Anybody but them. You had some juice to it. And then the games were really good. So it was easy to kind of just finish the lineup where this one, you know what? You know what? I just realized something. You know what part of it is, too? It's not just that the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. The Lakers were bad all year. There was never a moment where you thought your team Had was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, halfway through, well, you're under 500, you're three, four games. It's okay. Maybe they can get this. Maybe it's it. And then you realize pretty quickly, this isn't going to happen. And so the enthusiasm for the whole process kind of fades a little bit. You know, it's funny. When they started, the Warriors and the Mavs started their series. And I was, I thought there was some anticipation there. We get to see Luka take pretty much on the entire Warriors. Luka's making comparisons to Luka LeBron back in the days he was playing the Pistons. And then quickly you found out, yeah, nothing's happening here. 
I really actually think there's something to that. I lost interest right out the gate in that series, and it was very difficult to get back into it. It's almost like you're watching a movie or you're watching something on Netflix. they got to get you in in the beginning. No question. In this series, I almost feel like if, if the Celtics and the Warriors, if it's a good game one and you feel like, oh, okay, this could be interesting, I think they'll rope us in. The Dodgers might be playing their first four important games of the season starting tonight. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Is that like a natural thing to when a pizza box is open? Mm-hmm. Do you feel the, oh, I have to close it? Yes. Okay, so we're both on the same yeah. page on that. You know, you and I are different in a lot of ways, but I think uh-huh. we, I, I think we're both a little meticulous when it comes to things like that. Can I, can I pick on you for half a second? It's not you. It's, yeah. it's your new roommates. And you may not even know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. When's trash day in your house? I don't know yet. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I hope it's coming up soon. There was stacked we, in the kitchen. We, we, Got the paper towels. Yeah. Oh, I saw it too. There, yeah. yeah, there's quite a bit. That's so, going to change. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm so, gonna get, somebody I'm needs to take that. that trash out. Just the, that, that, the second I see the lid. You need just, that short chart, I think. <laughs> just slightly ajar. Once mm-hmm. that lid on the trash can won't fully close, well, there was also you take it out. time to it's take your, it out. Yeah. There were boxes all on the side. Yeah. And just. You know. And the the mail was a lot of uh, there was a lot of jungle. mail and there was I'm, a lot of I'm so I'm going to target after this. I'm getting a little file folder and I'm going to say, okay, this is yours, this is yours, and like so when you get in the mail, oh, this slot is Adams, this slot is Yvonne's. Uh, you know what? There's could happen. A, there's clearly a dog in that house. There was formerly a dog. Okay. The girl at the room I'm taking. Can I suggest uh, a broom? Oh yes, we she she <laughs> apparently this is a whole thing. Okay. She did not clean properly when she left, and so. I'm going to have to do a little bit more cleaning in my room. Your room well. was okay. It was the landing was the of the stairs. stairs. Yeah. I would have known. I would have walked in with a vacuum. Just, you know, those <laughs> just all on there. So this is weekend projects for me and the roommates. We are all in agreement that, like, yeah, that's good. a lot of hair. Good. Yeah. I think good. I, we're all on the same page. So she had a dog. The old roommate did? Yeah. The old girl yeah. had a roommate. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I had a dog. Um, she's very nice. I, I met her briefly to get the keys and everything. But, yeah. T- no dogs. Was please. she a part-time pet groomer, and did she do it in the living room of your She's house? She's a husky, so that's oh, why. Damn. Yeah, those shed yeah, quite those a shed. bit. And those have a lot of a lot of fur. What'd you think? Oh, it's good. Tomato pie. It's good. I, I'm only halfway through my my slice, mm-hmm. but it was uh, quite good. Quite good. I'm looking. I can't remember if it got light sauce or not because there was definitely not a lot of sauce on it. But it's it good. might have just been my go-to. No, 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 no complaints other than I didn't get enough of it so far. But uh, there are there are more segments to go. So, Al, I. I I've tried to find ways to talk about the Dodgers season, ten, you know, hundred different times, and the idea being, what could possibly be interesting about this team prior to getting into September and October when the games are really very, very meaningful. And quite frankly, I don't think the Dodgers are going to play a particularly meaningful game until October because I don't think I think they're going to run away with this division. That being said. I think this series that starts tonight against the Mets this is the first time all year where I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see what they look like against another really good team. Because most of the teams they played this year have not been good. Yeah. So they're coming off of a series against the Pirates where they got swept, which, whatever. Pirates played three really good games. It's not like the Dodgers were bad. The Pirates just played really well. Happens occasionally. But if they beat up on the D-backs. Yeah, the mm-hmm. D-backs and the Nats and the Rockies. Phillies. These are not good teams. Mm-hmm. Um but all of a sudden, the Mets coming into town, mm-hmm. they're really good. They got an owner that's really, you know, spending money like crazy, that's highly motivated to win. That's already said he's kind of looking at the Dodger model, model as a way to kind of juice his own team. I'm really curious to see how this goes because if the Dodgers, n- never mind the results of the game, if they, you know, two and two, three and one, one and three, I don't think it means a whole bunch. What does it look like? How do they match up with these guys? Mm-hmm. Do, can the Dodger pitchers get these guys out in important situations? It's the first time all year where I'm really interested in the matchup against another team that they might play in the postseason. Well, I, I think what you're, I, I think you're also looking at the Mets as in, okay, hey, this is a little interesting. The Dodgers feel like they've been on their own little island here for X amount of years in the NL. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me who compares to how the Dodgers have ran their business. And I'm talking about the full, the full scope of it. You got the resources. You're in a unbelievable market. You have a historic franchise. You have a great, you have a, a great farm system. 
you're not worried about going to spend money if you need to make moves at the trade deadline. You're not checking one of these boxes. You're checking all of these boxes. And from what I think I'm, I'm getting from your vibe when it comes to the Mets, hey, this might be one of those franchises that's looking at the Dodgers, looking how they do things, understand they're in the New York market. They have the capital to go kind of do similar things. I think there is, for the first time, can the Cardinals beat the Dodgers sure. in a series? Yes. Can the Braves? Can the Nationals? Can, all that can happen. But do you have potentially somebody in the NL that's saying it's in the way? Yeah, that, hey, we can kind of do what you guys are doing, and we don't have to blink. I have some hesitations on that, by the way. But that that is that is if if I'm correct, what you're looking at, not just the series, but the Mets in general. So it's this. You're you're right. You're right. But there. So when you start doing the checklist, you think about number number one thing: do you want to win? I don't think anybody questions that the Dodgers want to win. They've made they've made it very crystal clear from the moment they Action bought the team. Actions speak louder than words. We're, we're here to mm-hmm. win this thing. We're not here to get close. We're here to win this thing. We're going to do whatever we can to get it done. Steve Cohen, who's the owner of the Mets, he's kind of, you know, he, he's been very committed to spending money. So I think the want is there. The next step down is, do you have the resources to do all of these things? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, to both. It's New York City. It's Los Angeles. The TV deals and everything, they, the resources are there. And they're competing. Just a little side note here. Mets are competing within New York, too. Of course right? they are. Like you have. They're the B team in 100%, that city. 100%. And that's, and that's an incredibly popular B team. Yes. Right? Uh, yes, it's the Yankees. Nobody, nobody's saying that it's not. But even for them to focus on the Dodgers before they can even do that, they're sitting in, in – they're in the backyard of the New York Yankees house. So the next, go down to the next one. Talent. Dodgers have a ton. The Mets have a ton mm-hmm. of talent on their team. So I think where you have this, okay, here's where the Dodgers have an advantage, at least for right now. The Dodgers have Andrew Friedman. The Dodgers have a person in place that has a, a degree of acumen that is unusual. He is really good at what he does. He was really good at it in Tampa. He brought those same uh, strategies and, and, and tactics to the Dodgers and then backed it up with a monster payroll, and it has been incredibly successful. The way they identify, the way that they draft, the way that they scout, the way that they develop, all of these things, the way that he runs a baseball organization. Sure, we all know, yeah, Mookie, bring him in. Freddie Freeman, sure, got it. But it's the, it's, the, it's the Justin Turners. It's the Chris Taylors. It's the Max Muncy's. He's got the knack. That's the part that I don't know if the Mets have. That's that, the part that I don't know if you can – Billy Epler is their GM. He's the GM here in town for a long time with the Angels. That, that's, that's why I have my hesitation when you're trying to compare the organizations because there is something about let, – let me use Scherzer as an example. Which one would you rather have if, I, if I'm going to play out two scenarios for you? And I think this does say something. The Dodgers went out and get, got Max Scherzer um, in the final year of his contract. They tried to maximize using Scherzer in a World Series run. I'm not telling you that Max Scherzer is done. I'm not telling you that he's not going to be fantastic for the Mets. But if I had told you which Max Scherzer do you want, do you want Scherzer in the final year of your run, or do you want him for three years, $130 million? Which one would you say at this stage, this portion of his career – which one do you think is a better fit? I, I think it's a good question, but it's a question in a vacuum like you're asking it. Mm-hmm. It clearly is the Dodgers, but it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It exists in the real world, and so, the Mets may have to buy a bad year to get two good ones. That's just the reality of where they are. The Dodgers don't have they, they don't have the pressure on them to do that. So, I don't know. I, I disagree. What do you mean they don't have the pressure? What do you the, mean they don't the have Dodgers the pressure? The Dodgers can say, you know what? We don't have to buy a bad year. We're going to make a competitive offer, yep. and if you want to stay with us, we'd love to have you. But I've got this 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 armory of talented prospects. Yep. I've got all of these guys that are. I don't have to have you. Mm-hmm. I can walk away from this. I'm going to make a competitive offer, but I'm not doing something crazy. The the Mets needed to add some time to that to get that deal. So done. That the Dodgers me, don't have to do that. But that's to me is the difference between the two franchises. Because when you just said, "Hey, we got to go out there and get." Freddie Freeman, okay, we'll go get him. We got to go out and get uh, Mookie Betts, we'll go get him. Okay, how about when you got Scherzer, you also got Trey Turner? How about when you didn't pay Seager as much as the Rangers did? How about that you didn't pay Scherzer the amount of money that the Mets did? And I- It's a little unfair to compare those two, Al, because here's the deal. The Dodgers have been, they've been building this army mm-hmm. for 
10 years. But isn't that the difference? Uh, for sure it is. Yeah. But but th- that's why it's that this is the beginning of the Mets, but, right? This is not how they're going to operate in perpetuity, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But this could be the beginning of what we're talking about. That right now, i got to buy a bad year of Scherzer. Right now, I might have to overpay a little bit to keep Corey Seager. They're kind of in that camp. The Dodgers have already created so much capital and collateral that they, mm-hmm. we you know what we can make very tactical decisions because we've been doing it right for 10 years whereas the Mets are we're just starting to do it right they're at the beginning of this journey the Dodgers are in the middle of so it. let let's see if what what may what has made the Dodgers so unique in my opinion is they check every single box and to even have a conversation about another franchise that is on a similar path to what the Dodgers have done, I think all I'm trying to say is the Mets got so much more to prove before that's the case. Now, does it kind of make it exciting that you got two teams in the NL, the number one market in the East Coast, the number one market out here on the West Coast, kind of both looking at each other? Hey, what do you think they need? Maybe we'll go get that player. We were talking about this earlier in the show. Um are, are the Dodgers going to have holes and weaknesses that the Mets are going to say, hey, if a player becomes available that the, we know the Dodgers want, let's just go get him. They just could, so they they could reverse Padres yeah. them, right? Yeah. That, that's kind of what it is. It, it'll be interesting. I, 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 I want to be honest here. I don't want to just say something to say something. I'm trying to – if the Dodgers got swept by the Mets, and I, I don't think that they're going to, mm-hmm. but if they did – yeah. How do I feel? Like, if, if we walk in here on Monday morning, wait, Dodgers lost seven in a row, all of them at home? What, what, what? I, I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't think I would be, hey, there's something wrong with these guys. I really don't. I, I, how do you think you'd feel? I think I would be more, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That, that's odd. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, we'll see what happens if, I don't know, Kimbrell bros a couple of games or something. You may feel bad about him. But I don't know that there's anything that could happen. If they sweep all four games, it's like, yeah, that's, they're better than they are. If they win three out of four, they're better than they are. Even if they lost, it's like, yeah, baseball's weird, man. Mm-hmm. Seven in a row, huh? All right. But I'm not, hey, they got to do something. It's not that. Well, I, I don't think there's a panic, but I think losing four to the Mets is a lot different than losing three to the Pirates. What's the difference? I think Mets, you, there is no, hey, we're not really, Pittsburgh, you could, Go through a stretch where you're saying to yourself, "We talked about this. Are Disinterest. They, are they bored? Yeah. Are they this? Are you gonna? Are you, are you gonna? The way you play Buffalo, if you're the Rams, is a lot different than the way you're gonna play Seattle. I just think you, you know, you get ready for a set like this, especially coming off three losses in a row. Shohei Otani, three innings pitched today, um, eight hits, four runs, three home runs, only two Ks, and he had a walk along the way. His ERA is four on the season. They're about um, to lose seven in a row. Yeah, they're they're struggling too. Did we appreciate it enough? Did we did we get Six. did we really sit back and appreciate the Shohei Otani no. season last year no, of because not. and and this is not, he pitched bad today whatever it happens. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see what he did last year ever again. You're not going to see a, a guy hit nearly 50 jacks and a guy that's the best pitcher in the American League arguably at at the same time. It it will never happen again. He may get he may have good years. We're never seeing what we saw is again. Is it is it safe to say sometimes you don't appreciate something simply because you don't know how to appreciate it. You're not accustomed to it. You're not used For to sure. it. For sure. Everybody's just staring and why at, are they the staring at our pizza. At our you guys can come in and have pizza. some pizza if you want. It's cool. And it's, the beer. The, the interns kidding. are like, you got beer and pizza in there. I should have been in radio my whole they'll, life. They'll work for free. That's their job? That's what those idiots do? <laughs> That's what it is. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Studio City and Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Paul? Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. So a little bit of a different take, right? I'm a lifelong Laker fan, but I'm conflicted with these finals because I feel like there's more at stake here than just Celtics and Warriors and, and legacies, let's say. Um, but almost like the face and future and the direction of the NBA going forward. So, like, let's take away the Celtics logo and team for a minute because I hate the Celtics. But the more I look at Jason Tatum, it just seems like, you know, he was a student of Kobe's. He embraces the Mamba mentality almost better than any other basketball player that I see in the current generations. Now, we grew up, I grew up with Magic and Bird and these heated rivalries and, and, and Shaq and Kobe. And to be honest, Seth Curry's changing the game. I don't like this brand of basketball because it's live by the three, die by the three, and it's just not as it's not as in your face. It's not as gritty. It's not personal. It's like oh, I either made the three or I didn't. 
And I don't like the direction of the NBA going that way. That guy's the exception. He's not the mold. But Jason Tatum, John Morant, these guys, it's a little hard not to root for, especially when I see how much Jason really looks up to Kobe the way Kobe looked up to Michael Jordan. Now, I'm not saying Jason Tatum is the next Kobe, but if anyone has a chance to be, it could be him. And on the silver lining, I hope he inspires the Lakers to go back to being younger. Let's go find our next young guy that we can gather around and build a franchise around. I don't like us using older guys like LeBron's 40. I say trade him while he has value. Paul, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I, I think you can have, you know, sometimes we get caught up. Oh, that, that guy. I've said this to you before. I mean, obviously, I, I, I'd like the Celtics to lose. It's good basketball. Mm-hmm. They play good basketball. I could, I could admit that. Tatum's a fantastic player to yes. watch play basketball. He's fun to watch. I could separate the two. You know, and I think that's what Paul's doing there. Paul, Paul the, the part about Curry, I want to push back on just a hair, real quick. Your he, Paul's right that the game has become you know spread the floor, gun threes, and it's a shooting contest yeah. basically. And, and and that you don't like that, Paul. I get it. I get it. But Steph Curry isn't he he created that. So he's kind of the guy that created the thing that spun out of control. It was his strength. But it was his thing that yeah. he brought, and now everyone else is doing it. There's only a handful of guys that changed the NBA, and Steph Curry's on that list. Now, you could argue it changed for the worst. Trey Young's pretty fun. John mm-hmm. Morant, Damian Lillard, that's kind of fun to watch those guys jack 30-footers. It's not a bad way to do it. The Dump, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, I don't know why this makes me laugh the way that it does. It was today in 1995 that Tom Brady was drafted as a baseball player out of high school, uh, he was taken number 507 overall. He's a high school baseball player up in the um, San Mateo area, J. Sarah High School. Um, and obviously that Tom Brady was a good enough athlete to get drafted. Not a huge surprise. Here's the part that's hilarious to me. He got drafted by the Montreal Expos. <laughs> and, and, and I remember the Expos. Great oh, yeah. uniforms, by the way. But it feels like... But the Brooklyn Dodgers didn't want to take him. It feels and he's still playing. Yeah, I don't. I, Emily, maybe uh, Sig or whatever they're called has an answer to this. Are there any former Expos still playing in Major League Baseball? No I, way. I, I, no. I, I wouldn't think so. No. I wouldn't think so. But Tom Brady got drafted by the Expos way back in '95. Uh, maybe he could have been like Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders. I mean, think about this, Vlad. Pedro Martinez. I mean, think about you know some right. of the guys. Larry Walker. Time. Yep. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Larry Walker. Yeah, Larry Walker was a really that's good expert. Right. Bartolo Colon. He's not. He's out. Okay. He's, that's he's, kind of more recent. That's probably the closest. And one. That's the last and one. And Colon yeah, was known for one. being super, super old. Like yeah. Colon was pitching in the big leagues, and almost fifty years old. He's humongous too. This is and from Wikipedia. He was the last one in twenty eighteen. Colon was. Yes. Yeah. Colon. So, um, baseball dork alert. Mm-hmm. Um, Bartolo Colon came into the league as a guy that would throw 100 miles an hour for nine innings and just blow guys away, just unhittable, just unbelievable gas and stuff. Fast forward 20-plus years later, he's still pitching, and he's throwing like 70. And he lasted that, like he had that entire transformation from a guy that had the most His electric body stuff. body had a transformation as well. <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. He was built a little different at the end. But imagine doing it. One, I throw 100. Okay, I know how to do that. Now you got to throw 70. Yesterday, for me, it was walking into Muhammad's restaurant. I was Bartolo Colon in the beginning. And then I was Bartolo Colon at the end of his career. That's how I walked out of the restaurant. I was like, pull the, <laughs> pull the table more. Did pull you, the table more. I know that we were busy yesterday. We've talked a lot about it today. Did you see any highlights of the match between Mahomes and Allen and Brady and Rodgers? Did you see any yeah, of it? You know, there was, it was a time that that came up when they decided who was going to be. And you were like, I'm not watching it. I'm like, Trav, I don't know. I think I would probably watch this. Look at the names. They, yeah, got, big the, names. they got the four guys. They did, yeah. I didn't watch a second of it. And the only reason why I knew it was on is because Emily – pre-show yesterday is like hey this is coming on and you're like that's on today <laughs> well it was on on a wednesday afternoon yeah. it was like usually that stuff is kind of held held on the week i saw some highlights of it along the way and it much like i don't want to watch um dustin johnson throw a pass i really don't need to see patrick mahomes hit a golf ball it's just was it a, bad no it's not bad but it's not a professional level yeah. of it there the reason watching the nfl is amazing the reason watching the PGA Tour is amazing if you like golf like I do mm-hmm. is like that is 
perfection. The, the way that that ball is struck or the way that that ball is thrown, like there aren't 10 guys in the world that can do that. And then you, this is like going down to your local Muni and watching guys hit golf balls. Yeah, I mean, just, that's, there's nothing exciting about it. They're good, but yeah. That perspective of it, it's like you got to pretty much walk into that just looking uh, BS. You see this real, real quick on Woj put out a tweet. Nike founder Phil Knight and Dodgers co-owner um, Alan Smolinski have made a $2 billion plus rent offer to purchase the Portland Trailblazers. Phil Knight and, and a, one of the Dodger co-owners? Dodgers co-owner. Uh, here, look, here's what I know for sure about Sources Phil Knight. Sources tell ESPN discussions are ongoing with Paul Allen's trust overseeing ownership of the team. Phil Knight knows how to make something cook. Yeah. Right? He, he just, I mean, th- this is obviously Nike, right? Ni- Nike speaks for itself and the brand that went from, didn't exist to what it is now That's because good. of Phil Knight. That's good ownership it's really interesting. that happens I, i'm a little biased here but my my parents are alumni of the university of oh, Oregon. yeah that's right yep. okay um the university of oregon's athletics more or less from the beginning of time until the last 10 or 15 years were somewhere between mediocre to less than that okay phil knight who's a, a graduate of the university of oregon yep. said i'm tired of being bad at this got involved and said i'm gonna fix this yep. and oregon's good at everything mm-hmm. now they're good at everything. They got mm-hmm. a good football team. Their basketball team's really good. Their baseball team's good. They've always been good at track. They're good at the Olympic sports, like swimming and, and, and gymnastics. I mean, they're they're good at everything, and it's because of Phil Knight. So if you're a Blazer fan, and by the way, bad news for the, the Lakers potentially. If you got another shark in the tank mm-hmm. that's willing to do things, you need something like that. If you're one of these markets, Portland's not this, you know, they're they're not a top five market in the NBA. When you can get an owner that is a mover and shaker that does kind of have a pridefulness into this whole mix of like, no, I want to win. I want to represent poor in a certain way. I thought that was an inter- interesting story. Emily, look this up for me real quick. I want to say Phil Knight's probably 82 or three, something, probably something like that. Is he that old? Uh, y- yes, he 84. is. 84. Oh, wow. Okay, so he's 84. Um, he, his impetus to win quickly, I think, will be very significant. Mm. Right, this is not a, a fifty-year-old or forty-year-old billionaire. Make it let's let's make sure yep. that we build it. This is going to be a hey. Let's let's try to knock this thing out of the park. The Wire, arguably one of the greatest television uh, shows in history, Fantastic debuted show. on this date in two thousand and two. Did you? Did you? I know what you're going to ask me. Did I watch it as it came out? Yeah. No. I, 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 but you did watch it. Oh, I've watched it through a couple of different times. Like I don't rewatch a ton of TV. That once I've seen it, I've seen it. I, I rewatch Mad Men. I rewatched Seinfeld and I rewatched The Wire. The, th- those are the ones that are are the most rewatched. Every time you watch it, you get something new. Well, it's actually kind of funny. You can move that pizza, yeah, John. <laughs> you help yes, yourself. You can. Help yourself. It's re- it's really good. So, I highly recommend. One of the reasons. One time we're having a conversation, and the only reason why I watched The Wire, and this was during COVID, John Ireland. John said, I think oh, John this, said, You're that recent to it? Yes. Oh, wow. That recent. I think wow. John had said it's the best uh, best Deep series far. that you've ever watched. So I, uh, I absolutely love The Wire, and the reason is they. it's the first show I can remember watching that didn't treat the criminals as stupid. Mm-hmm. In other words, the criminals were always a step ahead of the cops. And I thought, that's probably how it is in real life. And Jonathan Abrams, who used to be a sports writer for ESPN LA and and for the LA Times, wrote an oral history of The Wire where he went back and talked to everybody that was in it. And, Alan, if you like The Wire, Trev, you said you just rewatched it. It's it's completely worth reading because they knew what they had when they were filming it. But the weird thing was when it was on the air, it almost got canceled. Yeah, Yeah, because it didn't get any ratings. And it was the, it's the 20-year anniversary of it this week, right? Uh, today. Yeah. Yeah, today is the so 20th good. anniversary. Mm. So you have you seen it, DeMarco? I, I am Marlo Stansfield. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marlo is Today Mar- I am Marlo. Marlo, you know Marlo, Marlo is- have to get busy. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Right. I'm that guy, though. Yes. <laughs> Marlo <laughs> is Iceman. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's like yeah, never, no emotion. N- none at all. It's time for some super crosstalk. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It belong and grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleep? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for 
Soper Crosstalk. Marco, I don't know if you called ahead or something that you got you got called up at the last minute on a day where there's beer and pizza in the studio. Yeah, I just pointing saw in every direction. Nice. People walk through with try. big trays of food, so I did, you picked the right day to come in, my oh, friend. Oh, thank you, Steve Mason, for being sick. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Um, all right, day. so let me let me hear about last night. Uh, 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 we, Demarco, I, I don't know how much you've been listening, but yesterday was a full day of Travis and Slee yeah. from early morning until late night. Uh, any surprises? Anything unexpected? Uh, su- surprises, yes, but good surprises. Okay. So I'll, I'll fill you in really quickly, DeMarco. Yeah, so yeah. we, we did our show. Yeah. Okay, so we did really the show the from the 10 to 1. Yeah. Emily is moving from one place to another. Oh, I saw the tweet. Moving. Right, okay. so Al and I went and helped her move. We, we took my truck, and we yeah. uh, loaded the truck up and drove did it across Did Emily town. properly represent she the did. move? She did. She, she ex- What she sold you was actually... A hundred percent, yes. So trip. pretty much, one. you guys got it all one trip. Yeah. She actually came on with Mason and I to give us a moving update, <laughs> which we appreciated. But I wanted to hear it from you guys. One trip, how bad? Yeah, she did send a picture of the stairs at one point. It, it, it how bad, bad were the stairs? They, they were, so we had to move a mattress, which was not too bad. No, it wasn't bad. Okay. And then there was yeah. one heavy chair. Al got the chair up the stairs by himself. Okay. Nice. So, and then Emily has and, nine and giant as, bags of clothes. Yeah. Nice, clothes Emily. So and the yeah. duffel bags can get yeah. a little Emily, heavy. are you like me? You pretty much hang on to anything that you might possibly <laughs> Emily, wear. Emily, don't answer that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I carried him up the stairs. Wow. Right. So, yeah. so, Emily, here's here's a rule that I stole from yeah. the TV show Ed. Okay? I don't know if you guys remember that. There was this TV show on NBC for yeah. a year. Julie, Julie Bowen, Bowen was on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey. And there was a rule where my, uh, Ed's best friend knocks on the door, and he's got the old-time hockey game with the levers and oh, the yeah. rods, and he goes, save old-time hockey? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, got a rule. You don't use it. In a full calendar year, it's gone. Oh, yeah. Good rule. So if you and I play it, I can keep it for another <laughs> year. He goes, go. yeah, sure, bring it in. We'll play. But, M, that's what you should do. If if you don't wear something – now, you can exclude, like, cold weather clothes. Like, if you don't take right. a cold weather trip. But if it's something in that you think is in your rotation and you don't wear it for a full calendar year, box it up and take it to the Salvation Army. What no do you doubt. think? 